0: 7, 1, five. Three, nine, seven, one.
1: That come between us. We got one more year left. Welcome to Lights in the Sky Podcast, Episode 84. Casual chat about uncasual things. I'm Luke. Tonne. Uh, we're back reporting for Judy. For we're back. You for cut another, me off. You cut me off. You back. cut me off. <laughs> <laughs> we're off to an absolute flyer. <laughs> um, uh, we're back for a, a second foray into the year 20XX. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, don't want to date it, so. Maybe just don't figure out what year it is. And what's
0: what's the greatest thing that's happened to you in twenty XX so far?
1: Um, it's a really oh, um, I did some really good online shopping. Oh, nice used items. Used used items. Uh, one of the it's greatest online shopping experiences dirty, I've had. filthy,
0: ugly. What?
1: Um, the thing that I bought for an absolute steal. I might add. Okay. Was a shiny new, not new at all, worn out kinda working though, Nintendo 64.
0: Oh my god, yay! Yeah, right? Uh, what games you got?
1: Um, four games came with it. Uh, Banjo-Kazooie. Okay. Mario 64. All right. F1 World Grand Prix. Yep. And one other one that i can't even think of it was some other racing game but
0: no, no Bond though
1: no see, so i knew you were going to say that because that's the only that's, game anyone cares that's, about
0: that's the best game
1: yeah um so i'm on a mission to find goldeneye on nintendo 64 and it's got to be a pal version because yeah. um there's pal versus ntsc at that level so i guess on old tvs they used to do that <laughs> the only thing with it is that the cable it plugs into like an aerial socket so it's not even new enough to have like av cables or anything um however the bright side there because you can't plug it in and they like tune in your tv these days (laughs) (laughs) which sounds weird even talking about it is that uh, apparently these must be still big in china because a replacement cable that plugs into rca is uh $2.80
0: on like aliexpress or something yeah
1: yeah so it's on the water and on its way so i still haven't played it (laughs) <laughs> it's i've got there. all that stuff it's there it's how much enticing, would you expect yeah. to play, to pay for uh, and uh, even these names are they're cold. um nintendo 64 four game cartridges <laughs> two controllers <laughs> and two rumble packs <laughs> how much would you expect to pay
0: I never knew why the rumble packs were that important but um
1: did the the yeah. controllers don't don't vibrate without it do they no 'Cause it wasn't until PlayStation's dual, dual shock. shock. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um But these rumble packs you plug into the controller and then you load AA batteries into them. <laughs> <laughs> and they they'll vibrate when you do stuff.
0: Um hundred and forty dollars.
1: Hundred and forty bucks? Yeah. Lower. Eighty. And we're talking New Zealand dollars. Eighty. Here. No, lower. Sixty. Lower? Twenty. L- well, not lower. <laughs> 30 30 i made 30 bucks that's for brilliant
0: it. that's a that's
1: a damn steal and then a replacement uh controller 11 bucks from china there's a whole bunch of um game cartridges there that i'm i'm eyeing up as well so i've got to track down bond and then um i can still picture an nintendo 64
0: control of that thing in the middle with the bits yeah. and so a wee joystick right there whoever
1: yeah. had the idea to put three handles on it i, I know, don't quite you get you don't it. It.
0: have three hands that's <laughs> the weird thing you know you sort of you sort of hold it here yeah yeah. whereas it playstation you had the other side yeah yeah that's, that's right with the, yeah
1: the, you get the jewel Well, we're on uh, retro gaming the other thing that happened was my brother-in-law um had a birthday and he um he got crash bandicoot the trilogy on xbox so they've remastered crash bandicoot i used to
0: love playing crash bandicoot
1: and so i've gone around there a few times i could show you my messages from my sister today (laughs) she said can you come home sick i'm stuck on a level (laughs) because (laughs) because they've been trying to like clock it obviously um crash bandicoot one the whole, like my sisters and that, we all loved it when it was out. Oh, yes. Uh, same
0: here with myself and smelling, my sister would <laughs> be playing it. Smellin Yeah. Um, yeah we'd, up, so we'd be up late playing it, and exactly. Ma would come in and tell us to get be a beer. Yeah, but
1: at that time i was living in a house that wasn't on mains power so we were run by a generator with a battery bank and i would um get in trouble for wearing the batteries too low (laughs) on the whole house and everything would turn off and we would have to turn on the generator because i was playing crash bandicoot turn on on. the old (laughs) jennies yeah so um yeah my sisters have been trying to get past certain levels and when they're stuck i go around get past the level and leave (laughs) them to it because I'm better at it than they are. <laughs> you
0: just swoop and get across the level, and he's gone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's in, he's so, out.
1: So on my way home tonight... Too, I
0: don't feel too used that.
1: <laughs> on my way home tonight, I've been asked to stop in <laughs> to try and get through this level <laughs> that they're stuck on. Um, yeah, so Brilliant. that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I think I'll carry on with that. Something about playing PlayStation during the day on a hot day. It takes me back, because I should have been outside enjoying it, but I wasn't.
0: I was thinking, like... Was there like a point in time? There was a point in time where you and I would like drink beers and play Xbox. Was it yes?
1: There? uh drink beers? Was it beers? I remember I there was about beers. Because
0: there was there would be like those. Be like, I remember taking a Friday off work at one point, <laughs> and we would play. We would have some beers and play um, Madden. No, this was the game where we would hunt Nazi zombies. Call of Duty. Yeah. No. What's that? I remember having some beers and like because then like remember when you lived in um, in Merivale and I'd walk around and we'd watch the rugby and then afterwards we've had some beers. Call of Duty and we, yeah we would kill some Nazi zombies.
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah
0: and before that was when you're in your sleep out and i i was on my restricted license and had to be home by 10 p.m and we'd, we would you live like six blocks away but yeah. we
1: weren't really willing to risk
0: it no because
1: apart from i remember there was one con- one conversation when we were like we'd made the playoffs and whatever season <laughs> we were doing it gone to overtime and you were gonna have to leave like six minutes later and we're like nah gotta pull the pin
0: <laughs> don't risk that 400 hundred dollar <laughs> fine
1: yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> or or the decision would be then made to stay the night and then we'd play xbox and put on american pie 2 on dvd yeah, fall, fall asleep to, to it, it and wake up to the menu music yeah. looping
0: not in the same bed just so you're aware no i, I was had, in the futon and a futon, had a yeah. futon.
1: <laughs> good times and a microwave in your room yeah and a little fridge yep it was very good um none of that's paranormal no <laughs> so some backstory <laughs> more, for y'all yeah, backstory yep yep um Shall we... Oh, I had a question for you. Yep. I got to thinking uh, while reading Secret Machines uh-huh. book two, which I believe you still haven't finished <laughs> and have made no <laughs> progress on. I'm still actually
0: on page 376. <laughs> exactly. Same as last episode. Yeah,
1: so... Funny, funny that. While reading that, they talk a lot about um, uh, Area 51 or... Um, Dreamland. dreamland yeah yep. which is uh you know a big complex and it's got white noise and all that sort of stuff it's a big secret base where people are put into cars that have blacked out windows to be driven to different areas of it because that's right everything's so top secret um it occurred to me that even in area 51 there are jobs like lunch lady and janitor because mm-hmm. they're having lunch aren't they yeah. someone has
0: to clean the place yeah yeah
1: and that kind of blew my mind a little bit to be like, yeah, I work at Area 51. What do you do? Can they say? Yes,
0: this, is, and this is interesting. Eh? Like you say, you, you can't say you're a uh, custodial staff. Where do you work? <laughs> uh, I can't say. Yeah. Why not? You're, you're a custodian. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't say where I work. Yeah. Um, I work for the US military. But I was just wondering, like, are all these people who work in these jobs, are they all military people? Because it's a military installation, so you may be cleaning up vomit from people doing some crazy UFO test. But are you actually you're you're a military person? But you mm. must have a massive high security um, clearance. Clearance. Or is or do it you the just sort of thing that have earplugs and a blindfold on, said to like clean up that by smell, <laughs> <laughs> clean the vomit up by smell because you can't yeah. see or hear. Yeah, yeah. What are you doing?
1: Yeah. It it just occurred to me. There's even in that there's going to be those kind of jobs where unless it's like uh like i imagine at a at an army base it's just everyone's on that level of like you keep your shit tidy mm. otherwise you're for it but i can't imagine some of the senior senior people are like you didn't um didn't put your tray table away you got six weeks of mopping duty yeah exactly yeah <laughs> when you're meant like to re- be trying to save the world you reach that level yeah 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 but uh, it also occurred to me in that um what do you think would be the best or worst things of uh working at area 51 or mm. dreamland as it exists in secret machines
0: so for, for me the commute is one of the best things so because, a l- because you'd be based there um so a lot or of, the pe- lot of the people that, that, that go to work there they they fly out of las vegas oh yeah that janet flight as they call it so they have these uh special private 737 600s mm. which is a rare type of 737 just what's FYI. different about the 600 it's it's tiny it's it's very small it's one of the smaller it's not the smallest version but it's one of the smallest versions mm. so they have these 737 600s that fly to las vegas they're white with a red sheet line down the windows mm-hmm. and uh they fly to all a, f- a few of these bases around so they, they take off they leave and then they disappear off. Um, off the radar essentially. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, wow. So the commute and then they fly back in the afternoon. So your commute to work as you drive to the airport and as you know, Las Vegas airport's like right in town. Mm. So like you drive into town to work, mm. get into your little Janet seven three seven, you fly to work. And mm. You fly back in the afternoon. That's how does it work,
1: like, ticketing-wise? They don't go to a ticket desk.
0: No, I think it's just like catching a bus. You just walk in, show yeah. your
1: ID, and get in, get on the plane, and it leaves. Do you think they get reimbursed for parking? I think so, but it's probably they have
0: their own car park.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> At the Las Vegas airport.
0: Yeah. So that would be one of the... For me, that the commute would be amazing. Like, I'd love that. <laughs> um, being a plane geek. Mm. Uh, and also How long a, is the
1: flight? It can't be long.
0: No, they're like 30 minutes. Yeah, I was going to say. Being what plane geek, aerofile, UFOlogy... Uf- 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 ish ufologist just the ish, ish. Unpublished. unpublished unpublished ish unpublished ufologist ish <laughs> and um the other part is the white noise so for me is a it's a great thing so i'm a i'm a big white noise sleeper mm-hmm. love the white noise going mm-hmm. so if i was in area 51 and i had to stay at the night and just you know leave the bedroom door ajar there's a sh-
1: stop you're going to put people to sleep do you just enjoy that do you currently sleep with anything like that on <laughs> do i
0: sleep with anything or anyone Any, Anything? do you have white noise on yes from what uh so sometimes it's just the fan yeah. being a white noise and sometimes it's the an app playing through the speakers in the bedroom
1: what does partner think of that
0: he's a big fan of that too okay that's so we're, good we're both, we're both big noise fans obviously yeah 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 that was good remember That was earlier on in the relationship when we were still getting to know each other and he was like oh can I put this on I'm like oh my like i like background noise yeah I'm a big background noise fan
1: so i'm similar but um my wife isn't as much so oh, get rid of her i sleep with head <laughs> come, headphones give, on come,
0: we're getting a king bed I think we're getting a king we think we're getting a king bed so come and come join us <laughs> you jump in the middle
1: <laughs> <laughs> i sleep with headphones on every night yeah yeah or <laughs> earbuds in earbuds yeah yeah but it's not white noise to me anything will do as long as it's noise something i yeah. can focus on so i've been i listen to a lot of podcasts like i go back through yep. old catalogs the thing with it is it can't be too good otherwise i want to stay awake yeah, and exactly listen. yeah so if it's a podcast i listen to ones i've already heard
0: yeah or well, um, ones you hate like us <laughs> <laughs> listen yeah. to lits i'm no, just, just not a away. fan like, i'm not a fan just not a fan <laughs> not of this, into podcast. this bullshit <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> um yeah so um that or i used to um it used to be that some of the some of the cricket over the summer would uh the oh yeah cricket put
0: p- cricket pushes straight
1: <laughs> no it would, but it would be um depending on the time zone it might be at, a, at the right time for me to just kind of listen to that yeah so um there's games that start at 10 p.m and go till 12 one o'clock so i'll just chuck that on sweet but it gets to the point depending on what i've got going on at work where um i will uh wake up in the middle of the night and need to put it back on again Mm. as in like it stopped playing or whatever and yeah i can't even get back to sleep then yeah but that's all good
0: that's good so that'd be a good thing if you work there It'd be mm-hmm. constant so so the
1: thing for I, I wondered if um if it was similar to you know how the pentagon has a subway as in like the sandwich shop
0: oh no did I didn't, you know that i didn't know yeah they do
1: um and that got me thinking i wonder if there's one in area 51 and then there'd be some really good top-secret sandwich artists (laughs) yeah Um, (laughs) but i also wondered do the do the pentagon subway people actually have to pay or is it like? I reckon they. That's do. just your lunch thing.
0: I, 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 I reckon they do. They might get a. They might get a, a, a discount.
1: Military get, discount.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, there might be that thing like in the like when you fly in the US, and they always board uniform military personnel first. Mm. But of course, everyone's military personnel, so they are all. <laughs> doesn't really work everyone's in some way. Everyone your military personnel get to go first. Like, well, we all are. So, like, well, congratulations. <laughs> you're, all front, you're all the front. are the front of the queue. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like that.
1: Okay. And uh, worst thing
0: worst thing um i reckon barbecues what do you mean you know when you go to a barbecue and you meet something you don't know and they're like what do you do oh yeah you're like i'm a
1: i'm a sandwich artist yeah it's
0: like (laughs) where where do you work super secret super secret sandwich artist which subway are you at can't Can't say say. (laughs) (laughs) you're a real dick it's like where's the conversation (laughs) so i think i think that would be the hardest thing is if you did that like so often those sort of um you know what do you do is it is it is an entrance to the conversation it's the starter it's the kickstarter to a conversation when you meet someone new
1: but you could um use it to your advantage and come up with backstories oh i guess you could i'm james westfall a bare knuckle boxer yeah
0: it's like and you you know coming from work and I mean, this is a good thing like if you uh, came home from work and you're like oh hi honey how was your day i can't say can't say Something i'm gonna ask that's great none of that nonsense <laughs> how was your day how was my day how was your yeah. day how was my day none of that nonsense yeah what'd you go for today can't say
1: <laughs> <laughs> they'll just surely learn to not talk about it that's yeah. a um for long or six
0: inch today <laughs> like, can't say <laughs> can't say meatball or <laughs> you know i can't say <laughs> okay what do you think i want some bad, bad things for um negative side effects here
1: yeah so i I thought Other it would the be a whole sandwich thing yeah similar i guess in a way it would be the fact that you you've got to just take everything home with you and you can't even offload it yeah so like no matter how unrelated a bad day uh, no matter how unrelated to my job my wife might be i can always go home and be like here's what happened and she at least feigns interest <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> say,
0: oh, yeah, oh yeah 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 oh,
1: but you can't even do that
0: yeah you can't can't mm. say can't,
1: can't, can't say. say can't say don't worry about it
0: <laughs> can't say
1: <laughs> um, so this week we've got um, a, it's a it's a week late for our best of we
0: actually we, we, we changed the schedule up because of Project Blue Book um, our amazing review into Project Blue Book last week that we uh, thoroughly researched for minutes in advance of the show yeah <laughs> <laughs> I know I was uh, in the bathroom at work reading a story <laughs> mm. okay yep. I just did it at my desk yeah, oh, I just I just had some time in the bathroom. <laughs> I got <laughs> nothing else to do. Might as well read this. Right. But uh, yeah, it sort of contributed to stuff we I guess like previously knew and and, and new information. And number uh, two
1: at work. Yeah, how else would you be sitting to read? I guess this is an odd thing if you got your phone out of the urinal. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it does attract attention. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. um. If you the camera flash gives standing, it away. If you're standing at the urinal for fifteen minutes with your phone, your phone yeah yeah <laughs> yeah um all right so she'll, so what have we got a list of well i think last year we did uh a very a best very well received best of 20 xx and this is now the 12 most bizarre, bizarre stories of the year so 20 xx had more than its fair share of bizarre and disturbing <laughs> events but these may be the most mysterious of all and i interesting thing i found that uh, last year there were far more of these articles around. I just had to struggle to find this. So.
1: Right. So, okay. We've gone with Reader's Digest. Reader's Digest, That's yeah. It's interesting, the URL, rd.com. I know. Is that, a, is that they just couldn't get readersdigest.com? <laughs> Probably couldn't, no. <laughs> hmm, ruraldelivery.com. Yeah. Okay, so should we head through some of, um, some of 20XX's uh, most bizarre unsolved mysteries? I
0: think so. So these aren't too long so if you if you're gonna be yeah, rapid fire yeah if you hate this type of uh cheap easy low uh, content hanging, low bottom fruit, feeding yeah content then you don't have to put up with it for very long yeah and
1: we'll talk a little bit more about uh we got another couple of se- we've got a new segment to the show for at least the next 10 weeks haven't we we, um, yeah we do yes. so last week we had project blue book where we waffled about and fanboyed out about the new history channel tv series project blue book um we're going to add a little um a little short section just before get me some strange where we recap whichever episode may have come out um and i don't want to say when we're recording so it might have been that this is an old series <laughs> or a new one or the reason we're doing it each week is exactly. because each one's brand new exactly who knows um yeah so if you haven't watched episode two of project blue book i don't think we get we'll get too spoilery but it might pay um to keep abreast of it for future episodes exactly. don't
0: turn us off now no, don't don't turn us off it's or, not too late yeah
1: i mean it it's, it is too late
0: no one's to be turned off we're all turned on speaking of which um let's let's take it away
1: 12 most bizarre unsolved mysteries of the year item the first a mysterious polio like illness that strikes children
0: remember these are just a paragraph so don't get too worried if you don't like this part of this sort of content (laughs) stop throwing out disclaimers let's back ourselves yeah we're gonna gonna whiz through this a
1: strange paralyzing illness is on the rise this year what last year last year in children last year According to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, CDC, there have been at least 252 cases reported from at least 46 states, I assume in America. It starts with mild cold-like symptoms, but it progresses to weakness and eventually paralysis. The CDC is referring to the illness as acute flaccid myelitis
0: you suffered from didn't the, you it, have you, something you, you, like flaccid something you had an acute you had flaccid, flaccid something, uh, did yeah, yeah i think i recall you saying yeah.
1: something about you having issues with flaccid you yeah, see
0: a doctor and i like, so an acute. Yeah. this is a case of acute flacciditis <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: just jump on and throw it at the other one just grenades going yeah. left and right
0: <laughs> love it
1: <laughs> Uh, the CDC is referring to the illness as acute toneflaccid myelitis.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, going to throw your name in there too. <laughs> it's brilliant.
1: But no one's sure what causes it or how to prevent it or treat it yet. Tony has been photographing his junket urinals in order to document <laughs> the disease.
0: Yes, very flaccid, unfortunately. Um, this one, next one is the bones in the basement. Oh, we're
1: going in a direction here. This would be more me bones in the basement <laughs> it is, rather yeah. than flaccid anything yeah okay
0: on october, so, so, um, on october 30th
1: moving on from laughing at that yeah. crippling disease that
0: paralyzes There's children, children. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh to someone's untimely death <laughs> so on, on october 30th a skeleton was discovered more than six feet beneath the basement of a house in lake grove on october on the
1: 31st i had a skeleton hanging from my roof It was Halloween. It
0: was a decoration.
1: That skeleton glowed in the dark.
0: You're a very decorative young man. Thank you.
1: Uh,
0: It's the nicest thing anyone's (laughs) ever said to me. More than six feet beneath the basement of a house in Lake Grove on Long Island, New York, the homeowner, Michael Carroll, uh, believes the bones, which show blunt force trauma to the skull, belong to his father, George who was in his 20s when he disappeared in the early 1960s. The exact date of George's disappearance isn't known, which only adds to the mystery. So does the fact that George's wife, Dorothy, never reported her husband missing and led her children to believe George had abandoned the family. Dorothy!
1: What? What? Curious George? Yeah. That's what they should have called that one. Curious George? Curious George. Well, he wasn't
0: so curious. Michael. Curious Michael.
1: George was the one that, yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean, Curious Michael doesn't work. That's why I went with George, because there's also a George uh, in the story. <laughs> Don't do that. Okay. The Dutchman who disappeared in the Arctic.
0: I thought it said attic at first, but there <laughs> that, 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 that's, that icy image doesn't make much sense.
1: What about people who say Antarctica? How annoying is that? Antarctica. Antarctica.
0: Antarctica.
1: Antarctica. 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 Not American. Antarctica. Antarctica. I remember going to the end uh, to the museum as a school kid and the guy who toured us around said Antarctica.
0: Antarctica? Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. No. I guess Antarctica. And I and I guess I understand Antarctica.
1: Why would you understand Antarctica?
0: Anar- Antarctica.
1: <laughs> anyway. That's <laughs> not right. <laughs> On august twenty, a leading Dutch cybersecurity expert oh, look like this. Arjun Comfeus very
0: commend you for that. Thank
1: you. I had your good luck, so <laughs> you wished me good luck and I got it. Checked out of his hotel in nowhere, telling friends he was flying back to Amsterdam.
0: Makes sense he's Dutch. He's he was home.
1: A, he was never seen again. No. In September his ID card was pulled from nearby Arctic waters yet campheus phones had been turned on more than a thousand miles away in a small northern norwegian town on august 30 because Camphius was an outspoken advocate for online privacy some speculate he was assassinated others believe he's become a spy
0: and he just lost his phone that's a
1: really that's quite a
0: leap um, speaking of quite a leap, seals with eels up their nostrils.
1: What the heck? Why Res- is this a mystery? I don't know. This list is losing me.
0: Recently, damn you rd.com <laughs> Recently, scientists have been observing Hawaiian monk seals with live eels hanging out of their noses. I freaking hate eels. Uh, according to Live Science,
1: have you ever eaten eel? No. I have. Ooh. I tried it in a food court. Uh, my friend Jim, the most haunted guy I know, gave me some of his oh, eel to eat. No. And no way is that a euphemism. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was quite salty. Yeah, <sniffs> and,
0: <ooh. laughs> Genuinely, This is, this, is, this is going somewhere. I don't, <laughs> I don't think we want to pursue. Uh, so, not only do the seals not look happy...
1: Is that because... Um, uh that checkoff project run- runway just broke up with them
0: i don't know if seals uh, that's a good joke i don't know if seals can look happy <laughs> or unhappy i'm so like glad
1: that rather than laugh you said that's a good joke yeah it's not that's how you know it's a good joke yeah. right when no one laughs they just say it's, it right, it's
0: good it's good it's clever. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if seals can look sad or happy but anyway not only do the seals not look happy conservationists are alarmed because the species of seal is among the most endangered on the... Oh, that's a shame. Most endangered on the planet. That's not going to work out well for them. Uh, Charles Littnan, a monk seal conservation... <laughs> I I was saying he was a seal. <laughs> Charles Littnan, a monk seal. A monk seal. Conservation biologist. Uh, so his view is that the uh, was it the seals...
1: Okay, it the it's a paragraph how are we not getting through this we, let's
0: just read it eh? Okay, I'm, I'm, you said he was a monk seal so I'm going with this so the old monk seal Charles hmm. says it could have something to do with the seal's feeding habits the good news is that so far every seal found with an eel in its nostril has survived
1: that is that is weird oh there's another article for next week linked Oh yeah, the 14 good. most baffling mysteries of the universe save that hyperlink um, you heard it here first you don't hear about Ming? Yeah, I'm getting all the good pronunciation stuff. <laughs> the disappearance of Ming Hongwei. Ming Hong Wei. Ming you're, Hong Wei. Very, you're very
0: good at this, and I wonder you're getting it.
1: <laughs> Ming Hongwei, the head of Interpol the international network of police forces from 1990 something <laughs> that's not right and vice minister of public security in china
0: countries <laughs> 1990
1: interpol everyone knows what that is exactly. right Exactly.
0: everyone knows what Interpol is.
1: international polices and vice minister of public security in china disappeared in september after sending his wife an alarming text message message that included a knife emoji and instructions to wait for his call <laughs> At least that's what his wife says. Chinese officials claim they heard from him in October when he supposedly resigned from his post amid corruption allegations. Ming's wife herself, who is now in the custody of Chinese authorities, believes her husband is being politically persecuted by the ruling Chinese Communist Party.
0: Okay, now we're talking about the Hart family. and Former
1: all-black coach John Hart's and their family. And
0: SUV. In March, an SUV driven by Jennifer Hartley. That's not Hart, that's Hartley. Interesting. Um, which was also carrying her wife and their six adopted children. Oh, gay. Okay. I get it now. What Leith. do you
1: mean? You understand it because you're gay and you've got to explain oh, it no, to Oh, no, I said
0: Jennifer and, and also her I'm wife. I'm allowed and to get it like, too. And I was like, oh, she's... She's, she's a Ben, And their six adopted children Lebanese. plunged off a cliff in California. The entire family perished. <laughs> I keep, now I feel bad for making fun of it. <laughs>
1: just Every time. Doing that. The entire okay. family
0: perished. <laughs> and no one knows what happened or why. Only that the crash appeared intentional. The SUV had come to a complete stop before accelerating over the cliff. Uh, no one was wearing a seatbelt. Oh, there you go. And Jennifer was mildly intoxicated. How is this a mystery? The hearts appear to be I a know happy what happened. family. I think I just solved it. A deeper delve into allegations of abuse and neglect is ongoing. Hmm. Mm. I'm not sure if that's really a mystery. It sounds like she abused her kids, drank too much, and then drove over a cliff and no one wore their seatbelts. Just...
1: I, I kind of got that from that one paragraph. Yeah. I reckon I could solve that one. Okay, let's, 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 let's move on. Why the earth didn't move under our feet. Ah. On November 11th, low-intensity seismic waves were detected around the world. We're, about to,
0: we're about to get a shout-out here, just by the way.
1: From Africa, to Chile, to New Zealand, <gasps> to Canada, to Hawaii, according to National Ge- Geographic. Re- no-
0: Geographic.
1: <laughs> no one knows what caused the waves, which were the type that would normally be observed at the tail end of a significant earthquake. The theories so far, was it a meteor strike? A submarine volcano eruption. An ancient sea monster, Ogopogo, <laughs> rising from the deep. Gotta
0: be there. Get the t-shirt.
1: The investigation continues.
0: Oh, there's some more, <laughs> there's some more fodder for later. Okay, next is a death of a billionaire and his wife, Barry and Hune Sherman. Shermanator. A, a Canadian billionaire businessman and his wife were found dead in the basement of their 12,000 square foot home. They were at the side of their indoor pool and both had been apparently strangled by the men's leather belt loops around their necks. Nope. <laughs> the Me. men's belts looped. <laughs> men's leather belts looped around their necks. The case was investigated for most of 20, oh, we can't say the year, uh, <laughs> as a murder-suicide but that has since been ruled out. Some are claiming the Toronto police burgled, <laughs> burgled, bungled the investigation. All Toronto officials will say is that the deaths are suspicious.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll say. Really I'll also say.
0: You'll also say.
1: Hoofbeats of the fourth horseman? In April, video footage from around the world captured strange apocalyptic sounds. Some sounded almost like trumpets. No, I
0: don't have that folly.
1: Coming from the sky. Snopes.com confirms that the sounds were heard and have been heard from as early as 2012, but the origin is unknown. Although they likely have an earthly origin, they could have come from an astronomic event, such as a media passing by, or they could all have originated from a glitch on the someone's smartphone.
0: <laughs> okay, that's a typo. <laughs> yeah. um, next. Okay, where is Jamie Kloss? So, Wisconsin teenager Jamie Kloss has been missing since October. Couldn't say the year, that's good. Uh, What makes the case unusual is that she disappeared within minutes of her parents having been shot to death. Oh, Mm -hmm. that's a bit suspicious. Mm -hmm. Law enforcement came to the Kloss home following what CNN calls a cryptic 911 call. No weapon was found and no motive has been discerned. Although investigators have received more than eight hundred tips, they have no plausible leads in the murders of Jamie's or in the murders or Jamie's disappearance. They currently believe Jamie is in danger and that she is still alive. So we've got an update here. Update to this one. What do you mean? This only just happened this week. Would you believe it? Okay. Believe it or not. So you found this. Well, if you, article... don't, if you don't believe it, why would I bother saying it? <laughs> so believe this. So
1: you found this article before. You heard the news? Uh, or other way around?
0: No, the the correct way. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Whatever the correct way is. All right. Whatever makes it sound like we're better at this than we actually are. Okay. so Well, the, well done. So the police... The police... Yeah. <laughs> police have charged Jake Thomas Patterson with two counts of first degree intentional homicide and one count of kidnapping. Police believe... Patterson entered the home of the kloss family by blasting through the front door with a shotgun leaving few clues for investigators uh, at the house in baron County.
1: so she's still alive
0: she's still alive did you
1: say attempted homicide yes yeah, so she's still alive i was
0: gonna get up to that this you, a miracle you spoiled the you spoiled you the grand attempted. unveiling yeah, you
1: well, <laughs> said attempt. I guess. It otherwise, did.
0: it'll be homicide. Anyway, the grand unveiling is coming up. Is Jamie still alive? Hmm. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. So, a panicked nine-one-one call was made with frantic movement heard. So we mentioned that there was a cryptic nine-one-one call, but no words were audible. So Frenetic
1: the, or frantic?
0: Frantic. Frantic. The call lasted for less than one minute before somebody hung up. So, after allegedly murdering Jamie's parents ah uh, he, he kind of did but we got to say this because it's now pending trial
1: oh wait so he, he murdered someone's
0: parents yeah he killed her parents oh huh. remember so, remember from like two seconds ago when we were just talking about this so he uh, yep <laughs> <laughs> go on after allegedly murdering <laughs> jamie's parents it is believed mr patterson then abducted her and took her to a home about 120 kilometers away in gordon inside gordon <laughs> gordon poor gordon ouch <laughs> uh investigators believe the goal of the assailant was to kidnap jamie though mr patterson has no apparent prior connection to the family i heard that he was like driving down the street and was like look, look at that girl and the rest is one thing left led to another yeah rest is what happened here as um, they say
1: in seinfeld yada 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 yada
0: yada yada. the 21 year old is accused of kidnapping the <laughs> girl and keeping her for 88 days locked in her basement
1: i can't wait basement. to figure
0: out if she's alive or not uh, Jamie escaped last week Yes, from the remote cabin where Mr. Patterson had allegedly, allegedly, allegedly been keeping her. Mr. Patterson was arrested minutes later. I don't understand how. Uh, she found someone maybe? Told them? Mm. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. And he was charged on Monday with two counts of homicide and kidnapping after he gave police a confession. <gasps> um... Yeah, then this is this is a bit sweet. So we're going to end this on a sweet note. So, Mr. Patterson's father, Patrick Patterson, PP, mm-hmm. visited the Baron County Justice Centre on Tuesday, like this week, Tuesday, mm-hmm. saying he wanted to pass a note to the Kloss family, CNN reported. On the verge of tears, PP declined an interview but said, All I care about right now is Jamie's family. Barron County... Sheriff Chris Fitzgerald told the Associated Press he had no knowledge of a note from the Patterson family. Well, do your job, Chris. Come on. Go on. You want to know about this? Go on. So I'm just annoyed with Chris. Pissed Clearly, me. he's pissed me off. Uh, Jamie's grandfather Robert Nyberg said on Wednesday that he appears that he, that he appreciates the father's sympathy. You can't blame the parents. Oh, God. Mr. Nyberg told the IP. A guy becomes twenty-one years old, and sometimes it's not how he was raised or anything. There we go, happy ending. <laughs> you're a big.
1: Don't say happy ending. You're a big,
0: happy ending, or was it's it?
1: In, it's in real well, poor both, taste. I think. Well, it's, a, it's in really poor taste. Well, this
0: is a good taste. This is a, this is a tasteful happy ending. I don't think there's ever been one of those, but mm, it's yeah. the first tasteful happy ending. All right. Yeah. Very good.
1: Yeah, it's it's different. So that's that. Okay. Save the day. Here's some good pronunciation for me again. (laughs) (laughs) What actually happened to Jamal Khashoggi? On October 2nd, journalist and Saudi Arabian dissident Jamal Khashoggi entered the, the Saudi Arabian consulate in Istanbul, Turkey, to obtain documents related to his upcoming wedding. He was never seen again. Saudi officials have since admitted Khashoggi was killed in the consulate, but the circumstances remain unclear. At various times it's been claimed as an accident, a kidnapping gone wrong, or a premeditated assassination. Saudi officials claim it was the result of a rogue operation by individuals who exceeded their authority. The latest lead is a series of recently discovered WhatsApp messages that may shed light on what happened. Yeah. I actually saw that one on the news.
0: Yeah, that was quite. That was quite an interesting case this year. It was mm. quite famous. Yeah, because the Saudi- they had video footage of him walking inside. Yeah, the Saudis then- totally killed him off because he was uh, speaking out about the regime. Yeah, dodgy, <laughs> dodgy efforts.
1: The views of uh, Anthony Cle e- e-
0: Cletus <laughs> <laughs> is this man D.V. Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this mystery actually begins on Thanksgiving Eve in nineteen seventy-one. A man calling himself Dan Cooper, the DB was an error made by a news outlet, mm, that's a shame, successfully hijacked a commercial airplane and then parachuted it into the night. It was a Boeing 727 he jumped out the back of, it had rear stairs that would descend from the back of the aircraft and could be deployed in flight. He's never been caught and the FBI investigation was closed in 2016, but that hasn't stopped independent investigations. Investigators <laughs> like Thomas Colbert. Mm. Hmm. Um, ju- did we do this one or? It's. I think it's been a, seen a myth. I think it might be a stonage.
1: Maybe yeah. Maybe a stonage. But um, I think there was a MythBusters episode on it yeah, too. Yeah, there has been
0: lots on. I say. Eh? Yeah. Uh, in June, uh, he and his team, named Vietnam veteran Robert Rackstraw a person of interest in the original case, is Cooper based. Is is Cooper based on coded? Is that right? Is Cooper based?
1: no no here uh, okay. it's this it's this reading okay. he and his team named vet- vietnam veteran robert rackstraw a, a
0: person, person of, of interest, interest in the original case, case is as cooper based on coded messages sent to the media in the months after the hijacking the fbi does not appear to be tracking colbert's findings seriously i said tracking but it should be taking colbert's findings seriously next here are 16 of the strangest and more more, more links to other stories
1: and clickbait highlights include casinos hate when you do this but it's not cheating what
0: what are they doing guys
1: i've got that too like what are they i'm not clicking it (laughs) play this new game for one minute and see why everyone is addicted will you build the most beautiful city play this for one minute and see why everyone is addicted a different game language expert tells the secret to learning a language in 15 minutes a day uh most addictive game of the year this cheap drone may be the best-selling gift in New Zealand. That paints <laughs> us in a bad light. Yeah, no, I think that came out last year, actually, when we were doing the same thing. Things never to do in bed. <laughs> Free to digest. Eat this at night, and you'll practically burn fat in your sleep. If you love ancient Greece, this game is a must-play. German invention going wild on the internet. <laughs> the idea? Genius. And we're back to... The, Repeated content. Casinos hate when you do this, but it's not cheating.
0: I don't know why. I mean, this is on here twice for me, um, and the art was the the the, the I guess the um, the imagery here is just shocking. The stock photo: uh, why dogs spin around before they poop? Oh, oh yeah, I
1: can see that now. Oh, and never pop a pimple in the danger triangle. <laughs> danger triangle. <laughs> <I'm> leaving <laughs> that one right there. <laughs> on that note. Um, all right, let's uh, let's move into the next segment. We're talking Bluey, I take it. We we are talking Bluey. Very good. Um, Project Blue Book. Project Blue Book. Episode two. Um, there was some. There are some real similarities between, or some real. What are the? What's the word? Some uh, some themes present in. Um, that show and this show. There are. So
0: episode two of Lights in the Sky podcast was... Beautician the Beautician and the Beast. Yeah, the Flatwoods Monster. Kathleen May, the beautician, meets uh, the Flatwoods Monster, said beast. Um, We'll
1: pause for 40 to
0: 50 minutes for you to go away
1: and um, listen to episode two of Lights in the Sky podcast okay, put again. Put
0: the old hold music on. Mm-hmm. 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 hmm Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you doing after this? Uh-huh. Doing after I can't this? talk, I'm doing the whole music. If I talk, then it ruins the. illusion. have got
1: 40 minutes to kill, I'm not going to do this in silence.
0: I'm go somewhere else then. You don't have to stay here. Mm. How long was that? It squeaky in on that. Squeaky chair? chair? Yeah. That's yeah, throwback. <laughs> throwback to our 2017 season. There was a rocking chair in uh, <laughs> Old Bluey this week, so.
1: I just realised something. What? when people go to listen to episode two they'll probably stop listening Boys. to this sorry about
0: that always yeah. carry on um so
1: what we will do though feel
0: free to fast forward what you just listened to that doesn't make sense either because it's already yeah, happened. It already, happened. It already yeah. happened i can't even give a pre-warning if we if time travel's possible we'll go back and you won't hear this yeah okay so let's pretend time travel just happened okay okay <laughs> bluey
1: again and go bluey. um okay so um episode two of project blue book was the flatwoods monster
0: episode um, two of lights in the sky podcast was the flatwoods, flatwoods monster.
1: monster so what we'll do is um if you haven't seen episode two of flatwoods of uh project blue book we'll um we'll wait here for 44 minutes just so you can go and watch no, the we've,
0: we've done that we've done that but no no to watch the episode what we were doing before what do you mean when we were giving people time to that was that was to listen I was to, to the our, podcast oh, sorry I, I thought that was the episode okay no 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 it's yeah. our episode okay yeah. okay so if we'll,
1: time travel's possible we'll go back and fix that okay. so that you don't because i was out confused well.
0: i was confused yeah I, okay i, I, I think yeah. our listeners are confused
1: well they should be off watching project blue yeah, by now
0: this yeah if, if you still listen to this get the hell out of here listen yeah. the, but <laughs> don't it, you know, tell people to go oh what if they watched it though and they can stay
1: Oh yeah, okay, well, then so we you can if you've come up it, with a the B-side for the next <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. What's a B-side We've kind of kinda, we've
0: kinda already riffed for a wee bit before, because it took so long to set this episode up, yeah. um, with all the IT problems we had, so we kind of riffed all we had.
1: A B-side is um, quite often not as good as the main side, right? So yeah. imagine how bad a B-side would be for this.
0: I guess um, B-side, so I'm waiting for the courier to arrive, hopefully tonight, <laughs> with... Uh, my co-hosts uh, baby shower present <laughs> that hasn't turned up yet and uh we talked about uh your experience with the same problem so mm-hmm. yeah. yeah
1: um here's some other good content for a b-side
0: sounds like that's the noises that made the baby like it's, <laughs> it's just a squeaky chair creepy.
1: for all the squeaky chair A squeaky mattress but anyway um, so how far f- how far through are they um main title sequence we'll just <laughs> go
0: into a full episode I think, commentary I think, I, think, I think they're still in the <laughs> recap of what happened last week yeah right all right damn um should we just say just carry on
1: okay Vote uh, carry on. no 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 i want to go the full 44 <laughs> okay
0: Let's just carry on. (laughs) Okay, I reckon we carry on. We only got so much time. hmm. I'm not
1: happy about it. I
0: know, of course, you're not. I'm not happy about it, but I know you are. You're a perfectionist. You wouldn't be happy with us at all. I think we just go into a full episode. Um, <laughs> a
1: full episode. We actually should, probably should release commentary. Some, some
0: episode commentaries for Project Blue Book. Mm. Completely unlicensed episode commentaries that you can play uh, on the podcast while watching the show on mute.
1: Yeah, there you go. There we go. <laughs> on mute, so we we do the dialogue as yeah. well. Yeah. That'd be brilliant. <laughs> okay, in this scene, you're the lesbian lady and... <laughs> Anyway, um, so episode two aired. Um, there was a lesbian lady.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, it, there was a bit of sexual tension. We'll give we we'll give that. Yeah. Um, but still, okay. Yeah. Um, what what were your thoughts? So what I'm thinking is um, opening the episode with the the drama of a a major impact crater, lots of fire, flames, very yep. spooky, and then you um, yeah you sort of looking looks like an asteroid or um, meteor impact. Right Meteorite. There. Meteorite impact. Yeah. Mm. Meteorite impact.
1: Mm. So. Lots of fire and... Br- What's brimstone? No, I
0: was going to say that. I was like, I've got, I've got Bridgestone tyres on my car, but well, they're probably not the same. <laughs> yeah. It's like, ah, oh, is this brimstone tyres? Like, no, 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 no. You're getting us confused as somebody else.
1: That's B-side content. Yeah, that is. That's get real, that's real B-side.
0: a, a. <laughs> <That> terrible, <laughs> terrible joke.
1: Get back to the A-side.
0: <laughs> uh, things that still down, I guess, were you have the... Yeah, you've got the impact, you've got uh, the sighting of the creature. Yeah. Which didn't really look like the um, the Flatwoods monster, but
1: not the the artist depictions we've no, seen up until now no so I remember um, I remember in the Flatwoods monster story it was more of a mechanical type thing wasn't it it was like metal or and, and hovered above the ground
0: so I think I watched after I watched the episode I uh, on Amazon Prime they had the Flatwoods monster a legacy of fear documentary it was a 2018 documentary so it's quite recent mm. um, and watched that and the uh, docco actually interviewed uh, Freddie and Eddie may who were the two young boys who saw it so I think what we're seeing in these episodes is that the witnesses are being changed out for just random people yeah like in the previous episode the Gorman dogfight um, changed to the fuller dogfight. just changed the character yeah so I can do what they want yeah well and that um, that
1: um, that means then they can that they can be as inaccurate as they like yeah. without it um, so it's only being really, it's only
0: really it. Heineck that is the
1: and only really a name right yeah yeah
0: um exactly so that's again creative license They're making a tv show that's fine so we um what 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 freddie and eddie described more was that they thought in in this in this doco either freddie or eddie it's hard to tell they're both old white men (laughs) (laughs) yeah they were very it was very much convinced that it was a mechanical creature so it wasn't um it wasn't humanoid or anything like that it was a mechanical creature
1: yeah non-organic
0: yeah exactly so that was sort of one difference from it the conclusion they reached just a jump forward was similar in the documentary uh well oh you mean in 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 the episode sorry that was similar to what the air force said at the time so that's 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 all good Mm -hmm. um there was a vigilante posse yeah that gathered outside the the farm in the blue book tv show episode yeah so that was embellished Yep. It didn't happen. Everyone was kind of a bit more like, yeah, we kind of believe you.
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah.
0: And um, one other major effect was around that landing site that the in, in the documentary I watched with Freddie and Eddie, they said that the object was about the size of a small house. Yeah. And it flew across the treetops and then descended and landed and lit up the forest like a big glowing red light. Mm-hmm not so much a fiery impact crater which you saw in the episode
1: oh yeah so much more of a controlled craft sort of movement yeah yeah um so uh yeah that really surprised me knowing a little bit about the story and then the opening of um episode two of project blue book uh opens with the sighting basically Mm. and um you know a kid runs into a clearing and and it reveals the scene and that's that was the first thing i was like whoa uh because it was just fire everywhere, yeah. absolute carnage. It's pretty impressive. And yeah, you can see
0: why the TV show would do that. Yeah, um, yeah.
1: and that's some sort of monster standing there, and you, you know, close-ups on the monster's eyes and stuff like that. Yeah, it looked
0: like sort of a charcoal, uh, charcoal coloured blackened tree type mm. type thing, mm. which is where they come to the conclusion with the owl standing on top of the tree trunk. But for example, this is what the explanation was given for the actual Flatwoods monster. So it was approximately ten feet—a ten-foot-tall floating monster—which appeared to be humanoid in shape, uh, and which had a large black cowling behind its head that gave the entire head a kind of Ace of Spades appearance. I remember that. From, That's right. Uh, yeah. From the from our episode.
1: Yeah, a spade.
0: That's right. Calling a spade a spade. <laughs> uh, and it was possibly even cloaked. Oddly, its lower half was ice cream cone-shaped and had wires and cables running from it. This issue of the cone-shaped lower portion led flying saucer, saucer sleuths and also the the Mayboys uh, to later suggest the monster may actually have been encased within some kind of remotely part of vehicle and it was a, a, a robotic-type entity itself. Mm. So, that's right. Yeah, non-organic. Yep. Which is quite different to what you saw in the show, but hey, that's all right. It's TV. It's TV.
1: Um. So as... Is- project blue book going to just take our stories one by one and just debunk them all
0: i think so yeah yeah Yeah, i think the the the, the, the debunction to quote um (laughs) secret machines Mm -hmm. there we go is very much lined up with uh what happened in the true case where they said it was an uh, a large barn owl and i remember i remember that from our episode from researching the case and then when when it happened there was the big eyes of a, of a barn owl standing up of a tree the claws were a burnt out tree and mm. and all that
1: i remember um hearing that uh at the time and being like seriously you're going to call it yeah. a barn owl <laughs> yeah but i think uh i think yeah the way that they make that leap uh in project blue book is like it's it's presented as a more fe- feasible option but yeah i'm still not sold
0: yeah, not not when you when I watched that documentary afterwards, and I recommend anyone who hasn't already seen it to um to to try and track down. I'm not sure if it's just a New Zealand thing where that Flatwoods Monster legacy affair is on Amazon Prime. Mm, um, I doubt it. Yeah, but if you can find it, it's worth watching. Um, it was done it was done pretty well, and it was nice to get the some of the original witnesses actually speaking and mm. talking about the event because. Um, there was all stories about um, e- even things like the like the dog that they were with was saw it, ran away, was sick and then died. yeah and that was even ref- referenced in um, a couple of sources we listened to and the boys said that's rubbish that never happened. really yeah, there's so much misinformation about this case wow. that, that was actually spread. and there's actually a few other sightings when you when you watch the documentary, there was a sighting before. Mm-hmm. And there's a sighting after, and I believe we reference the sighting after yeah. of the same creature in our episode, yeah, and um it's referenced also in the um the documentary interesting, so yeah kind of, that kind of helps throw the whole owl thing out of the out out when you hear other sightings of the same sort of thing within within close proximity, mm-hmm. I'm gonna end maybe end this with just a wee review I found about some aspects of the episode, and just to put it out there, this is um, not necessarily our opinion. It's just interesting to, to hear this is. And what I'm thinking more about is maybe some really passionate people about ufology are seeing what's being turned into entertainment purposes. This isn't a documentary like I like I watched, so I expect the facts in the documentary. And this we expect entertainment. And we have to appeal to a wider audience. Yeah. So. Yeah, just out of interest, uh, a commentary here on one website. uh, It says, in the show, the Flatwoods Monster of West Virginia is portrayed nothing like the Flatwoods Monster, which we've of course discussed, which is a relatively minor issue of little consequence. And I agree with that. It's still a scary alien Mm -hmm. type creature, something that's unusual and it scared people. So that's what really happened. Yeah. Because I was thinking leading into it, how would they make this unusual ice cream cone Ace robot of spades hovering. robot thing. Yeah. How would they do it? Without um, it looking
1: like a really shit Doctor <laughs> Who
0: thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Um so that's fine. Uh the people of Flatwoods, however, are presented as distrusting gun toting characters ready to blast the US military with significant amounts of lead, which in reality did not happen. Mm-hmm. However, for T V that's a you know, That's a good story arc created quite a bit of drama there and you got to see the character of um quinn michael malaki's character come into his own and disarm a crazy a crazed redneck with a with a gun
1: well the thing you do in storytelling when and i've got a slight background in studying it i have a degree in
0: this um, just a slide, a slide.
1: <laughs> the thing you do in storytelling is you set up a scene and in that scene it becomes a microcosm of the actual story right. so the the story you're telling there is there is a town that's kind of losing it mm-hmm. and the military's there to um, de-escalate things and that's exactly what happened in the scene as far as like one person to another person yes but it also it really just shows you that wider story of the that that one person being disarmed is Uh, representative of that entire town. The one military man is representative of the entire military. It's it's storytelling 101.
0: And you see aspects of the military moving in with a recovery team, which that that did happen. That really happened, yeah. That that, that, that did, but um, some of those confrontations were fictionalised, but it definitely added uh, to the drama um, of of the scene. Mm -hmm. Um, And and it does carry on through that, where you've got a distrusting town that's torn apart, whereas in reality it was a town that was quite united over what what had happened
1: yeah shaken but okay yeah yeah um
0: so we've got you yeah, know one in the town put a face put a face put a gun in the face of a u.s military <laughs> officer also we see one of the characters jump will get pushed out of the window to her death so that again is fictionalized but this is coming back to the unseen man the men in black all of that stories that have been inserted in here that aren't necessarily part of the regular project blowbook narrative but a part of the wider UFO lore, as we spoke about uh, mm. last week. So, yeah, I've got no problem with that. I think the, the reviewer here does, but I don't, because <laughs> it's important to that story, and they can't tell every single UFO story.
1: So just to give that reviewer some weight, um, how do they finish off?
0: They finish off by saying, on the plus
1: side... The so ch- when I say some weight, <laughs> what, I, what I mean is, let's, um, let's see how how much credence we can give their opinion
0: (laughs) now again i think we've alluded to this earlier that there was a bit of sexual tension going on here and i did i did did pick up on this and but anyway it it surprised me they put this into words when i was reading this it says (laughs) on the plus side the chick on chick action is getting closer to fruition Uh, despite a slight hiccup that set things back a bit so i'll have to keep watching (laughs) so is he saying he's watching only for the potential chick on chick
1: yeah there's other things he could be watching if that's what he wants like
0: a chick on chick or something that's will smith hitch or switch from the movie hitch that's again i think we had a will smith reference last week as well so very good uh for me the biggest part though was when hynek comes in to meet with the generals of potentially what is majestic 12. yeah and then the generals leave uh, they're happy they've done their job they've debunked it Mm -hmm. and um there was sort of a threat during the episode that if um quinn wasn't able to get the get hynek on board to debunk it Mm -hmm. that he's some promotion he could kiss goodbye in washington yeah would be the uh would be the outcome uh, but at the end, you see these generals walk into a hangar, and as the camera uh, swivels around behind them, there's a circularish, disc-ish. discish discish sorcerish shaped um object under a big tarp.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm sure we'll hear more. Yeah, so that's the mean? fascinating one for me, is that um that relationship between these two guys who are going around debunking, and clearly there's something else going on clearly here. Clearly
0: there's something else. And yeah. it's all about disinformation. And they want them to shut it down because, hey, we've got to keep our secret under, under wraps. Shut or, it down. Or under tarps. Is shut it, it is down. It's to be? Just going to shut it shut down. Shut it down. So next week is the Lubbock, Lubbock Lights, which we haven't done a episode on, but it has turned up in strange.
1: I tried to do an episode on it, but I believe you shut it down.
0: Shut it down. Hey, hmm. speaking of strange...
1: Uh yes Segway. <laughs> <laughs> um let's what jump a smooth segue <laughs> let's jump into the final segment of the show this is where we take the 1982 readers digest version of mysteries of the unexplained tony will flick to a random page i'll tell him when to stop and he'll read one of the paranormal tidbits that we land on. This is the segment called Get Me Some Strange.
0: Alright, here we go. Got the tunes on? Looking. Yeah, they're on. They're on? Oh, good. They've been on
1: most of this segment.
0: Good. Tunes? Tunes. Right, here we go. Flicking away. Stop. Oh, and um, this see. is the
1: section where I jump in so that you can figure out what section we're in. I can't
0: in. actually see any greeny uh, post-it notes. so This could be a fresh section. It looks very fresh. This uh, could be anything. Oh, keep going. Oh, look, this looks like UFO-y.
1: Oh, yeah? Here we go. Often seems to be linked somehow to our main um, story. So if this is UFO, not
0: really linked to that, but a little bit Project Blue Booky. Um, Here we go. This is actually this is from one of our neighbouring countries, uh, Australia. Go for it. Just across, just across the uh, the old the old ditch there. The summer of nineteen o two brought drought and dust storms to Australia, with trade winds blowing the dust so thickly over from the Malay Archipelago that navigation was hindered. On November 12, fireballs began to strike all over the continent. The dust in the air thickened until residents of Sydney were forced to carry lanterns through the streets. Exploding fireballs, meteoric, electrical, or something else were reported from Parramatta to Carcoor, uh, Carcoor. Don't know that. Never heard
1: that. I doubt you're presenting. You're uh, pronouncing that properly.
0: Uh, Kākōa. <laughs> I doubt you're <laughs> I'll prefer- just say koala. And koala. Mm. On November 20, Sir Charles Todd traced a fireball for four minutes over the Adelaide um, Observatory. Any meteor slowly, uh, moving that slowly, should scarcely have been heated enough to glow. The last explosion came over Ipswich, Queensland on November
1: 23. So we're going to finish on a fireball, unlike project Bluebug, which started with a fireball beautiful
0: even (laughs) though i guess may have been a fictional fireball a fictional fireball but still it was still a glowing medium or small house whatever whatever old freddie or eddie said a fireball's a fireball fictional or otherwise isn't it slow more yeah it was a slow moving fireball which is exactly what they described so yep
1: we did it we did it we we made that link linked. linked so important um. Anything else to add? I think we're I think we're done here.
0: All right. <laughs> I mean, dogging like
1: this. Woo! All right, all right. On that note, we'll call that another episode of Lights in the Sky podcast. Join us next week. Watch out for slow moving fireballs
0: and too